Today we're talking about the DC Universe. And a little bit about Titans. Okay, what is happening here? Where are we? Glix, give us a situation report. Currently we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in 3, oh gosh. 2, oh dear. 1. Hello, Devoto Geeks, and welcome to episode 52 of Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Dallas, and with me is... Celeste! As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we are saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by simply looking up Geek Devotions. And do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Please interact with us on all these platforms. And perhaps you can be our devoted geek of the month. Yeah, there we go. Okay, well, we have crashed land on planet geekery, but where exactly are we, Glix? Glix, have you been editing your voice again? I have. Um, can, could you, could you, could you stick to one voice for us for a little bit, please? It'd be helpful. I shall try. However, it gets boring using only one voice. To be perfectly honest, the quality of this podcast simply isn't that great. Hence why it's taken you 30 minutes to figure out how to make me talk and it be clear enough for devoted geeks to be able to understand me. Wow. Dang, Glicks. Sassy. Glicks, can you... In an accent that we can understand, can you please just tell us where we are? Our impossibility drive has brought us to the DC universe. Please be aware that this is an ever-changing universe complete with crisis moments, convergences, darkest nights, brightest days, flashpoints, and at times, right-out confusion. Oh, yes it does. Do me a favor, please, while you're out there. Keep an eye out for someone named Brainiac. He has a thing for me, and honestly, it's creepy. Ooh. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's, we, we will not mention <laughs> you to anyone. All right, so speaking of, it's kind of, it's kind of neat that this is episode 52. Yeah. And we're talking about the DC Universe because um, DC Universe is primarily made up of 52 main books. You had the new 52 that came out mm -hmm. several years ago. Of course, they just went through the Rebirth series. And so uh, 52 is kind of a big number within the DC realm. Yes. That being said, we're not necessarily talking about just the grand space of the DC Universe. We're actually talking about something very specific. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the um, DC Universe app yes. and service, which is a it's an interesting service to say the least. And uh, we had contemplated doing an episode about this a few weeks ago. We postponed it. And we're kind of glad we did uh, because there's been some changes recently with it. Yes. And so today we're going to be talking about what we like about the DC Universe what we like to see happen within DC Universe. And then at the same time, uh, after a commercial break, we're going to be talking about Titans, which is a, uh, it was certainly a controversial uh, show on the front end of things as yes. far as the first announcements. And we're going to talk about if it's good or not. Yeah. So uh, that being said, let's get into this and uh, let's talk about the DC Universe and what do we like about this service? Awesome. Well, I like the fact that you can download episodes of stuff like you can download it on your phone so that you can watch it when you don't have wi-fi or when you don't want to burn data yeah that is quite nifty actually and quite helpful i know that um there just seems times when you you can't do that mm -hmm. um i know with other stream services like netflix and hulu you can't download a lot of their content at all no. i know that youtube not youtube um what was it Netflix, you Netflix. have. Netflix, you can, but it... It's limited, isn't it? It's it's limited. It's only, like, you can only leave it up there for so long without watching it, or they will delete it off your thing. Like, it's not, dis it hasn't disappeared off your queue, so you're like, oh, this is fine, and then it goes, 
oh, hey, by the way, you don't have this anymore. And you're going, no. Right. But it takes several, like, weeks Mm -hmm. to hit that point. And they've just instituted this new thing where they will take off your old stuff that's downloaded and upload new stuff that's downloaded within, um, like, once you're connected to Wi-Fi. Right. So, it's quite handy. And I do appreciate that they have that option on the DC Universe. Because it's, it's like you said, sometimes you just hit points where you don't have the capabilities to have Wi-Fi. Right. Um, or you, you can't stream on that Wi-Fi. I will say this. They do it a little bit differently. Once you can download it. And to my knowledge, you can hold it as long as you want. But once you watch it, like once you start watching it, you only have 48 hours to watch it. Hmm. Which I feel is reasonable. Right. It is a reasonable thing to have that time frame, I think. If you're not, if you haven't read it or watched it in 48 hours, I feel like you're not going to at the same time. No, it's not the books. Mm. The, book, the... the books, I'm pretty sure, stay downloaded. Oh, do they? Okay. The It's just the, the shows. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, again, that, I guess that makes sense. Um... We'll get into... I have some reservations about that even, though. But we'll get into that later. Um, as far as things I'm enjoying about it, um, I think it has a pretty decent selection of things. Yeah. Um, it, you know, there's some pretty cool movies on here. There's some stuff that I've never even seen before uh, that I'm really intrigued to watch. For yeah. example, um, I'm trying to pull it up right now as we discuss this. Um, well, like, you have the newest movies, the newest DC Animated Universe's movies. They're coming out, which I really enjoy those. Yes. And those all seem to be up here. And uh, I'm looking forward to going through and reading the, or watching those. Uh, I'm a big movie fan, as you know, and I like animation. So that's pretty cool. Right. And but DC this, does a phenomenal job with their animation. They do. They really, really do. Uh, I'm legitimately very surprised at their animation quite often. But then you have some really cool stuff. Like they have the classic, like The Flash from the 90s. Um, you have the original Superman Adventures um, something I'm pretty excited about is, um, cause I, I find these interesting back in the day you had these serials and these were small little segments that played before movies and they actually had the 1948 Superman serial, which is, again, these were small little episodic stories that happened before the actual movie would appear in, um, in theaters. And so, um, I think those are, I just think those are really neat personally. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to be able to watch that. I got some other cool stuff like The Adventures of Lois and Clark. And oh, I love this. A series I never saw. I didn't even know this existed, but it has like four seasons and it's Superboy. Like, I did not know there was an Adventures of Superboy. Did you? Um, yes. Okay, sweet. Be- because of my dad. Because of your dad. I, I Maybe because it was, it was 1988. So yeah. I was like four. But and I mean, I four like, seasons of that? Mm-hmm. So it went, according to my dad, they took a lot from it into mm-hmm. Smallville. Ah. Like a lot of the like Lana and all that mm-hmm. was played into Smallville. It was kind of a tribute to that show that no one really remembered. Right. Um, there are other cool things in here. Um, there was something I saw the other day. I tried to find it real quick. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. I've never, never seen that before. It was a movie of, I think, The Spirit um, if I can find it again, that'd be great. <laughs> While I look for this, is, is there a movie or series list that you were like, man, I'd really like to watch that? Um, I'm excited that the original Wonder Woman series is on there. Yeah. Because... While I own all of it, thanks to our sister Demera, yes. sometimes it's it's nice to be able to watch it when you're not near a DVD player. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and for some reason, they, we haven't tried it in the Blu-ray player, but the first disc isn't like our DVD player. Right. We haven't tried it in the Blu-ray player. We though. haven't tried it in the Blu-ray player, so we need to do that. Right. But my goal is to get through the first like season right. on the universe and then continue watching the rest of it. Right. On I, the discs. I found the... It was actually like a pilot episode for a series. Oh, nice. Back in 1987, The Spirit. Uh, the description is, In the adventure based on uh, Will Eisner's 1940s comic strip, crime fighter extraordinaire The Spirit uses his skills to encourage to crack criminal a, the criminal ring responsible 
for both his shooting and the murder of his best friend. And so I'm pretty excited about watching that because, you know, again, it's just those small things that seem to be lost to um, history. You know, it's been lost to time. And there's all kinds of really cool things on here. They have uh, the science of Superman, the legend of superheroes. Uh, there's a series called Batman Tech on here. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really loving these small little segment shows they have on here. <laughs> Doom Patrol. <laughs> so um, so that's something I really enjoy. The comic books are pretty cool. Um, I'm enjoying reading some of the comics they have on yes. here. I just shotgunned a whole run of Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Because uh, our friend Josh Berkey gave that that overview captain nostalgia captain nostalgia on captain's log right so i was like well hey i have access to this let me go go read it real quick right so absolutely and like you said it's you know it's there's some really cool stuff on here as far as comic book wise um but at the same time while we're liking these small aspects let's talk about some things that maybe we don't like okay um what are you not liking um the selection mm-hmm. of show and comic book mm-hmm. tends to be based on what's going on in Titans. Right. And while I understand that, there's whole other worlds. Like, I'm a little frustrated that Teen Titans Go is not on here. <laughs> I know a lot of people have a lot of hate for that show, but I love it. Right. Um, they have the original Teen Titans, just mm-hmm. which I'm intrigued to watch. It was really good. But I love Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm excited because I'm just now seeing Batman Beyond is on here. And I remember seeing commercials for that. I loved Batman Beyond so uh, much. So I'll probably watch that at some point. But it's just a, because it's so new, I think this is the issue I'm having. Yeah. And we have Marvel Unlimited. So we have, in Marvel Unlimited, everything is like this vast expanse of comics and they have everything it feels like uh they don't but it feels like it and so i think because it's so far on the beginning they haven't had time to upload everything mm-hmm. but it's it's a there's not not as much as i would have thought right i think some of it again like we said we're on the front end of everything i think some of it is them working things in slowly yeah um you know marvel unlimited does have the advantage of i mean it's the entire backlog up to six months ago yeah. Well, they take things down, but yeah, you're right. And mm-hmm. by the time we joined Marvel Unlimited, it had been going for a while. Yeah. So, and I can see how they're starting to update stuff mm-hmm. because two weeks ago, they didn't have the rebirth stuff up. Right. Now they do. Some of the rebirth, like the very beginning of the rebirth. Yeah, is very up. beginning of the rebirth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those things of, I think that they're legitimately doing it slowly and mm-hmm. working it in and... And getting things done. But it is a little frustrating when it's like, hey, I'm going to read this whole storyline. Oh, you only have six books. Right. And there's a couple things like, um, you know, they're, they're introducing Batwoman into the Arrowverse. Yes. Which a lot of people are excited about. She's a very interesting character. Kind of controversial in a lot of ways. So what they've done is they've put up um, a small segment. Like her first, like big entrance into the modern yes. age um onto onto the drive because batman obviously came back from back in the day after the seduction of the innocent came out people had to prove that bruce wayne wasn't a homosexual <sighs> i hate people sometimes for for making claims about stupid stuff <laughs> but um it is one of those things where it's kind of frustrating like you said it's like Here's four books out of like like it's in the middle of a storyline. Yeah, and it's like oh here's four books. What like, we have no idea what else is going on. Exactly. Um. Also, I read the because of some of the storyline going on in Titans. I read mm-hmm. the story arc death in the family. Yes. Which is the storyline where Todd, Jason Jason Todd Jason Todd I can remember his name because I'm in the middle of reading some <laughs> of it. Um dies right and so it ends after four books right well 
you were like, we, you and I were talking about it, and you've read the story. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I really need you to go look at the book. <laughs> and I was like, why? I read it all already, and I picked it up. And there's like six more books that tie into that story. Right. And so it was a little frustrating to realize I thought I had the whole story, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Well, you did. I mean, the book I have, it's it it goes from the kind of the storyline of how he came to die but then the pickup on the backside of it where we introduce a new Robin to everything. Yeah. And so, but there's just a little bit more to the story. And, um, but again, again, that was purely introduced my opinion, uh, to the DC universe because in Titans, they introduced Jason Todd. Yeah. Uh, to the story. And like she said earlier, or like you said, I'm talking to the audience, like they're looking at us. But like you said earlier, Celeste, they're slowly introducing things as according to what's happening. So WB is introducing Batwoman. Batwoman is now up on here. Yeah. Um, they introduced Jason Todd. Jason Todd's now up here in comic book format. Um, so it's one of those things where there's a lot of content up here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For you and I, for how busy our life is and everything else we're going on, there's no way we can consume everything on here. And be like, gosh, there's nothing here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just can't do that. But there's certain things that we'd want to be up here that just aren't. And I think that's the only thing that's frustrating at times. Yeah. And like and like you said, there's a ton of content. There is no way that we can get anywhere near through all of it. Mm-hmm. And then they have the daily episode they upload every day, which gives you news. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, And I quite enjoy those. I try to watch them, if right. not. I need to watch them. They look interesting I, to me. I don't watch them every day, but I every few days. Right. So, and then the encyclopedia. Right. Oh my gosh. The encyclopedia they have built is ridiculous with the amount of information it oh, has. Oh yeah, it gives tons of information. They, and they got things, again, when you go to it, everything's kind of broken up in a way that makes sense for what's happening currently. They're trying to anticipate... All right, they're gonna, somebody's going to be looking up Raven because Titans is going on. And they just had an introduction about who she is, all sort of stuff. And they break it down. Like, yeah. if you pull up her stuff, the other overview has introduction, origin, powers and abilities, essential storyline and history, team affiliations, and then her appearance in other media. Like, that's literally all the information you'd want yeah. about her. And then if you click on some of that, like if you clicked on her appearances in other media, mm-hmm. it would give you links if it's on the site, right. it'll give you a link to watch mm-hmm. what is going on, like what you would want to do. So, I mean, the encyclopedia is really good. Yes. And I feel like, again, I don't want it to sound like we're not grateful for this. We're, I'm really excited about this product. Oh, yes. And I'm so thankful to our patrons for making it possible for us to be able to do this and for us to be able to put out reviews and stuff like that. Um, and, and also not just the reviews, obviously, but to put out some content that is modern, that is up to date, mm-hmm. that is encouraging to other geeks. Like, again, that was kind of our, our, our struggle is that we were running into is we're trying to put out content that's, that's evergreen. Yes. But also put out content that is relevant in the moment so that we can encourage people with it. So yeah. we're able to do. Like I'm, I'm trying to formulate a devotion based off Titans right now, right? Um, because it's out, it's happening, it's it's really pretty cool, um, and it's something that's it's here that we can do, and so, but at the same time, I think the the conversation that was a that was going around about this product, about the DC universe. I think some people amped it up like it was something more than it was on the front end. Yeah. And it's just not there yet. So the question then becomes, um, what do we want to see happen in the DC Universe? Because, again, we like this product yes, a lot. Yes, like absolutely. We, we legitimately love this product uh, just as much as we love Marvel Unlimited. Absolutely. And um, it's a different type of product. Marvel it Unlimited is. is purely comic books. Mm-hmm. DC Universe is movies and comics and TV show yeah. and documentaries. So there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some different stuff here. So Celeste, what are you wanting to see happen within the DC Universe app? Um, I would like it to continue to have 
the animated series, mm-hmm. not animated series, the animated movies, mm-hmm. and then I would love to see it get more up to date, at least with the big three, mm-hmm. at least with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, right? Because those are the most popular ones, mm-hmm. and so having access to all of their comics, I think, would be beneficial for right. them. Also, I'd like to see more Wonder Woman movies up. Like, mm-hmm. they have the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, and they have a movie with from 1974. They have a couple of the animated stuff, but you just had a blockbuster come out. Why is that not on there? <laughs> and that's the thing, though, is I think they're working out the licensing. And that could be, that could be a thing. So, because that one is not necessarily like there's other stuff involved Mm. but i would love to see the current dcu live action up Mm. on this website because then you can go watch the live actions and immediately go okay what what else is connected to this exactly like i think it would be great for them to make a big push right before aquaman comes out to have um batman v superman um all the man of steel uh what else justice league justice league um and all those up here on the dc universe app right before aquaman comes out so people go man i really want to get into this i want to get caught up and if not aquaman i would say by the time wonder woman comes out the second one because again you have the needing to be caught up and needing to understand what's going on Mm -hmm. exactly so and they have all kinds of great movies on here, like we've said before. But I'm with you. I think they definitely update their movie database. And again, I know a lot of this is all about licensing. I know Absolutely. it's them trying to figure out. I'm looking at the movie database right now. And they don't have, literally, the only live action films they have is the 1974 Linda Carter Wonder Woman movie. Yes. And then the original Superman movies. Uh, isn't Supergirl live action as well? Yes. Okay. But she came, yeah, Supergirl live action. But she came, that was like 1984. Yeah. Uh, Quest for Peace, which people tried to pretend like didn't happen, was 1987. <laughs> that's funny. So, but those are the most recent ones on here. And I think that's a travesty. Like, like I, w- I would love for them to, to make a deal and, and have the Nolan Wright, or no, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Uh, I can't say it's a Nolan Ryan. Christopher Nolan trilogy. I would love to see the Tim Burton Batman movies up here. Again, I know a lot of this has to do with licensing. Right. But for them to pull that off and make this a product worth having for uh, certain fan bases would be absolutely phenomenal. Currently, they have some really cool content movie-wise. And comic-wise, though, for me, I need them. I, like, I really want them to get more updated. Yeah. And I know that they have such a huge catalog. DC oh, Comics do. has been around for forever and a day, as, as everyone here know, listening knows this. But they need to get more modern content. And I feel like there, there could be a balance, like, on how to pull that off and how to make this a product that people will go, this is the definite subscription service for me. Um I don't want them to necessarily get rid of their digital because I know they also have contracts with people like Comicology and stuff like yeah, that yeah. who are providing the newest issues on off the bat um, right now as as they come out. But I mean, come on, guys! I Even mean, if they were to like delay it, like put it in the contract that Comicology could have it fresh off the presses, and then like six months later mm-hmm. upload it at least then you're six months up to date exactly like if you're someone who just can't you can only afford to subscribe to the service you can't afford to keep up with the comics you were caught up with as far as six months right that there's a lot, a lot can happen in six months but you're unaware enough to know what's going on mm-hmm. exactly and they have some really cool stuff on here already but oh, yeah. i just feel like they can do more and again we are so early in the game yes and so dc universe if you're listening to us we need you to update your comics again try to get more of a base of what's happening right now currently at least with the big three right and then also going back to the um some of the original ones yeah and i'm actually on the page right now i'm looking at they just put up a, uh, a new block on there called Celebrating 
with the Wonder Woman family. Yeah. And the next episode of Titans is about Wonder Girl. And yes, lo, lo and behold, they have highlighted several of the books featuring Wonder Girl on the thing. So, again, they're updating as stuff oh, is yeah. coming out. They're updating every week. There is something new on there. So, we know that they are trying. We are not critiquing that. We're just saying these are the things we hope will eventually happen. Because it's a phenomenal service. Oh, my gosh. Like, I am so in awe of the things that are on there already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Titans. Is it good? Is it worth watching? Or or is it not worth watching? So see you guys on the flip side. Hi, I'm Francisco from the Retro Rewind Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by... I'm Paul J. Powers, and they call me the Master Interrupter. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, It doesn't matter, because you're listening to Calm Talk. Calm's returning to normal stasis and welcome back from our commercial break. Uh, if you are just now joining us, I'm not sure how, but welcome. <laughs> it's like you just walked in on your best friend listening to his uh, iPod or something like that. <laughs> exactly. He just walked in. Someone's listening to this on their... their uh, lunch break. <laughs> yeah, lunch break. And they're listening to it out loud. Hello. Welcome. What's going on? Welcome to the club. Right. This section of the podcast, we are going to be discussing Titans. Yeah. Is it good? Do we enjoy it? Uh, uh, do we recommend it? Right. All, right. all the all of the above. Right. So if you're unfamiliar, they came out with Titans. And it was kind of controversial because in the previews for it, you have... You have Dick Grayson dropping the F-bomb towards Batman. And um, so it was kind of controversial. So we're going to talk about the controversy aspect of it and the storyline. If you're unfamiliar at all with anything, this is the description of it from DC Universe itself. It says this, Titans follows young heroes from across the DC Universe as they come of age and finding... I'm sorry, and find belonging in a gritty take on the classic Teen Titans franchise. Dick Grayson and Rachel Roth, a special young girl possessed by the strain by strange darkness, gets embroiled in a conspiracy that could bring hell on earth. Joining them along the way are the hot-headed Starfire and the lovable Beast Boy. Together, they become a surrogate family and team of heroes. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's break it down. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about the controversy aspect first? Do you want to talk about the storyline? Do you want to talk about what you want to do? Um, let's talk about the controversy mm-hmm. first. Let's Get talk- it out of the way because my my take on the controversy leads into the storyline. Okay, well, give me your thoughts. Okay, so they just showed a clip of Dick Grayson saying F Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you have. So, in context, it kind of made sense. Like, he wasn't necessarily saying it directly to Bruce. He was not... It was more of a, like, because they just dogged him. They're like, oh, you're just Robin. Like, what are you, who, who are you? Yeah, and that's, that's because they had just insulted him and basically treated him like a child. Right. And everybody needs to understand, this is not a a kid's show. No. This is not a, a show for maybe, maybe even young teenagers, uh, or for teenagers. This is an adult series. Yeah. And um, you you have to know yourself. You need to have, know your limits, what you can, what you can't, and stuff like that. And so, when they said this is a gritty, it's... It's gritty. Yeah. Um, it's pretty dark. It, there's some, there's a little more bloodshed in it than some of your normal stuff. It's, albeit some of it's stylized bloodshed. Yeah. Um, so there's that involved. Um, so it's I, definitely not, like you said, not for kids. Mm-hmm. But in context, the scene, he was basically telling them, you know, I'm, I'm growing up enough. I don't need Batman. Mm-hmm. Not a blatant disrespect mm-hmm. that it came off as right so you have you have some of that stuff going on um i don't know it's it's one of those things where you, you kind of have to judge it by yourself 
Yeah. Um, our friend Branson Boykin did a great discussion on it for our website, geekdevotions.com. And he kind of broke down and, and he kind of agreed with us. It was kind of contextually, it worked in the situation. Yeah. Again, this is not a kid's show. I think part of the problem is people are used to, the, A, the word Teen Titans. Yes. Which was the original comic book series. They're used to Teen Titans, the cartoon, Teen Titans go which is ridiculously kitty ridiculously kitty, adorable adorable we love it so much <laughs> but but it was super kitty um so i think we were going okay this is what it is and it's not at all at all and so you need to be understanding that that is the situation that you're walking into with the series um and so and we have to go through this with anybody when we talk about genres where Something that people, it's a genre people just automatically assume are built for kids. And they need to remove themselves from genre and medium. Yes. That's the problem. Superhero films are no longer a genre. It is a medium yes. for storytelling. It's just been the way it is for the last several years since the um, Christopher Nolan series. Yeah. Superhero films have not been for children. They just haven't been. They have mm-hmm. been a uh it has become a medium yeah or even necessarily family friendly Mm -hmm. because like you know sometimes the movie will be a little bit more mature but it's still okay for families right so um so that's kind of our, our take on the controversy some of it's not great some of it's okay uh you just have to know yourself before you go into it and trust your own judgment like Mm -hmm. don't discernment don't don't trust us necessarily I mean, you can trust us yeah <laughs> but don't take our word as gold take our word as a trusted source and right. then go find it figure it out for yourself mm-hmm. exactly so all that said let's get into some of the storyline let's talk about who if this is good is it not good who's this for um right off the bat it's definitely gritty yeah and it's following an interesting line as as Dick Grayson is kind of called out last minute to help a young lady. Because he is a cop in Chicago. Right. And he's distanced himself from Batman quite a bit. Yes. Um, there has been a breaking up between him and, and Batman. He has, um, he believes himself to be broken in this series. It's kind of what you kind of discover. And we're trying not to give too many spoilers for you guys. But he kind of believes himself to be broken. Yeah. It's one of those things of he is recalling his childhood innocence. Mm -hmm. And he's mourning that. Right. He's mourning the loss of that innocence. Right. And I think that he partially blames Batman for the loss of that innocence. I can see that. For making him a Robin. So it's not so much that... It's well. He he went on this crusade for a very specific reason, and then, and everyone who who knows the storyline, they know it's to get revenge against Zuko, yeah. who killed his parents. And so, but in the process, and he says this several times. Somebody even said this in the first one, but who he became was not who he thought he was going to be. Yeah. He saw himself as no longer as a as a young man, but as simply a a weapon, and he was bitter about that towards Bruce. And so you see him all throughout the series, and we're not done yet. I mean, we're only up to episode, what, what episode were we on? Was it seven? Uh, yeah, we have like three, four more episodes in mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. And so, I'm trying to pull it up. Yeah, we just watched episode seven, which is called Asylum. And um, every episode, he's you see him struggling to figure out who he is and what is happening in his life. Yeah. And so... Uh, there's that. Um, guess we can talk about Rachel now. Rachel Rothschild. Uh, Rachel Roth, rather. She is a young lady who seems to have some sort of darkness inside of her. Yeah. And, uh, and she is terrified of it. She is. And her storyline specifically seems to be the, the driving force of the series. For, yeah. Of the season, at least. Yeah, at least of this season. Mm-hmm. I can see how how they will pull on the other stories from the other seasons. Mm-hmm. She seems to be if if it, she seems to be the spine of the story, if you will. Yeah, you know, we're we're from the very beginning of you know the murdering of her of her adopted mother, and just you know them tracking her down, all kinds of stuff. I mean, over and over again, things lead back to her and her trying to discover who she is 
and who she's not. She doesn't really have a clear idea of what's happening in her life. Yeah. And Dick, of course, is trying to save her. Um, I'm rather enjoying the actress who's playing her. She's yeah. a very sweet young lady, it seems like. She's doing a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And, like, she... There are certain shots they've done mm-hmm. where she looks like Raven. In the comics, yeah. Like, like not, not the whole time, but especially when the darkness takes over. Mm-hmm. And then one particular scene in this last one we watched that she was walking down the hall mm-hmm. with the hood up. Right. And I was like, okay, she's Raven. Yeah. And it is one of those things where... I will say as far as costuming, since you mentioned that, it is kind of a pseudo-comic-accurate uh, costume for all the characters. Oh, yeah. And I say pseudo because they've made some some changes, some for realism, some for just practicality. Right. But there is a lot of that. So, all right. So, we talked about Dick Grayson. We talked about uh, Rachel Roth. Let's talk about Corey, uh, which I think was the most dramatic one. Yes. Um, we saw the preview shots of her, and you're like, wow, that that doesn't look anything like Corey from the series. Yeah. From the comics or the cartoons or anything. Like, it's it's kind of rough. So, but at the same time, you kind of adjust to it. Mm-hmm. One, you and I have to say this many times. Quite honestly, the promotional shots of Corey... Did not do the actress justice. No, they she did not. not look attractive. Well, and they weren't even promotional shots; they were leaked. Yeah, and so the leaked photos, mm-hmm. and I don't know, we haven't hit the point where that scene comes in mm-hmm. that was leaked, but something must have been going on because she is a very beautiful woman. Oh yeah, and in that shot was not her best trait. Like, and that was something, like, when the, that shot first came up, you're like, oh, my gosh, what have you done? Yeah. And, um, again, she's not necessarily comic book accurate at all. Corey is, like, six, seven or something like that, and she's orange. It's, <laughs> like, blazing green eyes. Right. Now, I will say this. When she goes to use her powers. Yes. She looks more comic book accurate. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a matter of... Do we really want to do body paint for every scene? (laughs) And how do we do this and make it look good? And so they've done some small things. Like Mm -hmm. with her eyeshadow, there is always a tinge of orange Mm -hmm. in the side. Like it's not the main color of her eyeshadow, but like in the corners, there is a little bit of orange. Yeah. And her hair color is spot on. Yeah. Um, But when she uses her power, she is much more comic book accurate than... The rest of the time. Right. And it's interesting with how they're playing her out. Because in this series, she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. Which adds to some of the mystery of of the series of, like, who, why didn't she, who, what was she doing? Why was she searching for Rachel? Like, what happened here? Mm-hmm. How did she get involved with this stuff? Which is why I think, what I think they're probably, at least at this point, going, what I'm thinking they're going to do for season two. Mm-hmm. So, that was pretty cool. Um, again, her costume is not accurate at all. Um, no. it's, I think we've seen two, maybe three outfits for her. Uh, two. Two. One and, of them, she took the jacket off. Right. And so they've, um, I like the second one a little better than the first one. Agreed. Um, it looks, it's a little more, a little more accurate, a little more modest. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's a little bit more natural for mm-hmm. her environment. Exactly. Like, for running around, it's a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more loose. Mm -hmm. Although, even though I know she's supposed to be six-something and the actress is not, and they're trying to make her taller than everybody, Homegirl needs to wear some flats, because her feet have got to be killing her. (laughs) Alright, so now let's talk about Gar. Ah! He's Uh, so cute! (laughs) um, Who, of course, is... um, Beast Boy. And the description called him about the, the likable. He really is. He's likable. Uh, I've enjoyed his character. He is the most fun. Mm-hmm. And I think he is the most relatable. Because he is the fanboy. Mm-hmm. He is the one who's like, Oh, you're a Robin? Can we meet Batman? Like, Right. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, how many Robins are there? Can I be a Robin? It's, I- <laughs> hey, 
hey, can I be a Robin? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's funny. Um, I know that when, it, the again, when the first promo shots came out, people had took major issue that he's not green yeah. all the time. His hair's green. And people had issues with that because, again, the character is green. Um, he does turn green. And there's some there's some discussions to why things have happened. Um, but I've really enjoyed him. Yeah. I, he is the relatable one for us fans. Yes. Like you said, it's like, that's us. <laughs> you know? This is exactly what I would be doing in this moment. Right. I think my only real issue with him is that he only changes into one animal. Well, they played with that, and they have a conversation about they that a couple do. episodes into it. But I would love to see him change into something else. Mm, I think, and I'm trying to give spoilers away, obviously, after today's episode, yeah. or this week's episode, which is The Asylum, um, I think we're going to see him make a, a, a sort of effort to be something different. Yeah, I, I would agree with that mm. assumption. But mostly because... And again, my only experience with him is Teen Titans Go. So for the fans of everything else, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> it's um, because he does have that diversity in the show where he can go, oh, we need to get something up way, way up there. Let me turn into a bird and grab mm. it. And it's it adds more to the team, him being able to mm. pull out several animals. But at the same time, and you kind of touched this, the fact that he is so new. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's not really sure of how to use his powers fully. The fact that Rachel has zero concept as to how to use her own abilities. Yeah. Uh, and Corey also being in the exact same boat simply out of the necessity of fact that she has amnesia. It naturally adds itself to a great origin story base without it feeling forced. Yeah, this it, is true. Like you're, you're, you're discovering things with them as they go. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it was like during the episode at one point, I'm going, does she not know she can fly? No. And so then <laughs> it's a matter of, okay, well, are they going to let her fly? Like, is that just not going to be part of her power base? Or are they going to go through the experience of, oh my God, she's flying? Mm -hmm. Which can be quite funny, I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of our thoughts on everything and, and how things flow with it. Of course, there's more aspects to it. Absolutely. Um, one thing I've really appreciated about the series is that they have introduced other characters that you never ever see yes. or have not been seen on a screen. Uh, episode two, you had Hawk and Dove. Uh, episode four, you had Doom Patrol, which yes. again, people have never seen. Jason Todd, never seen him. I'm not sure. I'm sure there were characters that, um, well, yep. Yeah, um, the Nuclear Family. The Nuclear Family was in one of them. Um, I don't want to give spoilers for episode seven. So I'm not going to say who you see in episode seven. Uh, Donna Troy is going to be in the next episode, episode eight. Uh, and we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of them. Yeah. So, but I appreciate the fact that they've been bringing out these characters who we don't get to see. And for the most part, their characters have been really pretty cool to see. Yeah. And it's nice that they're giving them these, these little bits. So I'm super excited. They're bringing in an Amazonian. Yeah. Like, I don't know much about Wonder Girl herself, mm -hmm. but I do appreciate that even if they're not going to bring in the big name, mm -hmm. like they're not going to bring in Diana, that they are bringing in somebody connected. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. And obviously, like, you can really tell that they're going, hey, we're going to do spinoffs on these characters eventually. Like, this is the introduction to stuff that I feel like they're looking to springboard off of. Yeah. This was a great start for the DC Universe to put this out, to get interest in the system, and then see, okay, which characters got the most attention that we can springboard off and build something around. Yes. And create their own universe within the DC Universe app. Yeah, absolutely. So, which I'll be intrigued, I will be intrigued to see, and there's been no mention of this, but I think it would be cool if it happened, mm -hmm. if by the end of the season of Titans, they were teasing Swamp Thing. Yes, because he is supposed to be, I think that Swamp Thing's going to be animated, though. Oh. I think yeah, it would be I thought, great. I thought it was live action. Was it? I don't know. We'll have to... We, we need to check those facts. Yes. All right, so we just did a quick Google search. It looks like it's going to be an animated series. Which I'm kind of disappointed about. Right. Not that I dislike animated But, you know, series. that's another thing, though. Like, just to go back to our previous conversation, 
Why isn't the original Swamp Thing TV series on here? Yeah. Especially with Swamp Thing coming up. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not coming out until 2019, so maybe they're going to put it up before it comes out. Mm-hmm. But but where but where is it? Because right. I haven't seen the original series. I would mm-hmm. love to watch it. Right. And again, some of the stuff is them trying to work things out. You and I were having a conversation earlier about this. Um, we like the fact, we've, we've really enjoyed the fact that we have not been able to shotgun Titans. Yes. We want to desperately. Oh my gosh, yes. But we can't. And DC Universe has kind of inadvertently forcing people out of the instant gratification model. Yeah. By doing this, where it's one episode a week releasing. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you you brought up a great point that it was probably more of a financial decision so yeah. people don't just get the seven-day free trial, shotgun, cancel. Yeah. So I get that. <laughs> like, that was probably the reason of the decision because it is very common for people to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to pay for like a month of this and then cancel it. Mm-hmm. So we have a friend who was planning on doing that and now is not. <laughs> um, so, like, it's, I can see why financially they do that. But I think it does help with the the mindset of instant gratification. We have to wait until Friday. And then we have to wait until we're together and have time to sit down and watch it. Or or else some one of us will be in trouble. Right. <laughs> with the other one this this goes both ways it's not just like right. just in case somebody's like oh she's calling him out no no no. i'm calling myself out too so all right well i think that's pretty much all we need to talk about for titans and also for dc universe um glicks let's uh let's return back to some normality the impossibility drive is returning to a normal state it is now time for announcements and questions all right, so now that we've come back from some impossible impossible situations here, um, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, a couple quick announcements. First off, we are um, doing something. We're trying to build a mailer list yes. for people. Um, and this is becoming increasingly relevant to us. A um, couple weeks in a row now, several weeks in a row, We've had small moments where things have gone down Yeah. as far as our platforms. Um, YouTube went down yeah. randomly. Uh, Facebook has gone down twice in the last two, maybe three weeks. And the second time, Instagram went down with it. Exactly. And these are our main sources of communication with people. And so what we want to do is we're trying to build an email list. And so we can continue to be in contact with you guys so we can put stuff out. So if you want to be part of that email list, if you want to be able to stay connected with us, uh, go to our website, geekdevotions.com. And on the front of our page, there's a link for you to sign up for our email list. It's real simple, real easy. Uh, we're going to try not to spam you. Yeah. Um, if, if we send an email once a week, it will be one thing. We're not going to spam you with 5 billion things within one particular email. Um, even if we only do one email a month it's going yeah. to be that we're going to try we don't want to spam people we just want to stay in contact with you guys so make sure you check that out um what else do we need to talk about devoted the, geek together devoted geek together so let's tell them about the devoted geek together so we are doing a devoted geek together next saturday we are in contact with a coffee shop to try and get together a little bit before the main event so we can all hang out and talk but for those of our devoted geeks that play Pokemon Go. Mm. There is going to be a community day downtown Shreveport. Right. And we are going to go participate in that. Um, I probably will just be walking because data. Yeah. But <laughs> um, it's it's one of those things that we want to participate in something that's already established mm-hmm. and be there for a community that, while you at least are a part of it, we are not necessarily in it at the moment Mm -hmm. so we want to get together we're like i said we're talking to a coffee shop trying to make sure they're okay with us showing up a little bit beforehand so we can get coffee we can talk and for those of us who want to go to the community day and those of us who don't well then we've all had a good chat right exactly so make sure you guys check that out um try to think what else we need to talk about obviously we want to we mentioned that 
literally this episode would not have happened if not for our patrons yes and uh, our devoted patreon geeks are we love you guys we appreciate you uh we did a episode a podcast episode with you guys a few weeks ago it was so much fun we yes. love to do more stuff like that soon but um this show again we not just this but the whole ministry mm-hmm. um you devoted patreon geeks have literally made it possible for us to do more and that's relevant that's reaching people in a new way and so we want to say thank you. And if, if you're listening to this, and you're like, hey, I want to be one of these devoted Patreon geeks. I want to help you guys do something pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, visit our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash geek devotions. You uh, can also get there by going to our website. Yeah, geekdevotions.com. And actually, maybe you're listening to this. You're like, no, Dallas, I really can't do a monthly giving thing. I can't. That's just not possible for me. We can't do this. You know, we're budging. We get that. We're, yeah. we're in the same boat, man. So what we've done, we've set up a PayPal. And again, on our support page at geekdevotions.com, uh, you can do a one-time gift. Mm-hmm. And again, any gift goes a long way to helping us to uh, make things better, to increase our audio. Uh, for those of you listening, we're literally using a $50 or was it a $25? This is a $25. Mm-hmm. It was $50. Was it the $50 one? Okay. I think it's $25 now, but at yeah. the time it was $50. <laughs> $50 <laughs> blue snow, ice snowball. Like it's a really simple mic. And then we're recording this with audacity. <laughs> so it's like we have we don't have a big fancy rig, but yeah. we want to be able to upgrade equipment to be better. Because to be honest, uh, Christian media sucks. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, because we have such low grade equipment, because we're not putting out quality inner stuff, and we want to put out, we we want to be do better than that. We don't want. We're trying to eliminate every possible wall between us and those who are listening or who are watching that will keep them from hearing the gospel. Yeah. Again, the fact that we're Christians that's already going to be a wall for folks. The yeah. Bible tells us that the gospel is offensive to people, but that does not mean. That we, because of that, we have a license to put out poor product. Yeah. We need, need to do our best. So you devote to Patreon Geeks and uh, those who, who help give us, who give gifts through Patreon or through uh, PayPal. I can speak English. I promise. <laughs> you guys uh, help us. Unlike Glicks earlier. Yeah. <laughs> unlike Glicks earlier. So, um, but yeah, you can do that. Also, you can support us by checking out t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So we have some pretty cool t-shirts that we, we have. So I think that's all we have. So let's see you think of anything. One last random announcement. Random announcement time. We are like T minus one week of the mustache being gone and the goatee being back. Yas. <laughs> Our friends over at Comic Talk 616, which is another great podcast, challenged me to grow a mustache for a month. Three months. Three months. It's been three months. For three months. And I have. And now it's just giving away. Yay! <laughs> so... Uh, my my chin hair returning slowly. So excited! <laughs> all right, well if that's all we have for you guys today. Celeste, close us out, my dear. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Until next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love. 